Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay, the ESW, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Claire, Jam Today, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Good Girl, Lady Blooding, Primal Empress, Kaze, Clockwork Dork, Harley Gentleman, Roxy, Mistress Francesca, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R, Christopher, Jess, Kilted Sir, Sam, Firegood and his good boy Grant, Schrodinger's Kink, May Cry Devil, Riot, MJ Stryker, Jay Swizz, All for Salami, Chakra, Fruit Liquor, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, Blown Deuce, The Wombat, <gasps> Impact Hazard, and Twitch. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kingsters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. I am so excited to announce that we have a brand new affiliate. We want to welcome Cancer Phase Productions to our Pink Kink family. Now, Cancer Phase Productions has been around for over 10 years, perfecting their craft to bring high-quality, handcrafted, affordable BDSM toys. Now, I actually have some of their toys, and I have to tell you, I really do love them. In addition to being top quality, they are... And if you know me, you know this is important. Super pretty. They, of course, are in pink. But I promise you, Cancer Face Productions really does have a wide variety of colors. On the off chance, for some strange reason, you don't want pink. Now, all you have to do is go to cancerphase.com, and we will be putting the link on our affiliate page. Go to their website, look at all the amazing products they have, and pick what you like. And then when you get to the checkout... Use code PINKKINK to get 10% off your entire order. So again, that's cancerphase.com. Use the code PINKKINK for 10% off of your order. I promise you, you will not regret it. All right, Dara. So I was putting together notes for this week's recording. Like you do. Like I do. And I wasn't really inspired, I have to confess. Nothing Uh, was grabbing my attention. I know you were flat telling me you were like, okay, so I've done two and I got nothing for the third one. Uh, and like, I could see the struggle through the text. Yeah. Even the two that I, that I ended up coming up with, it was kind of like, ah, what I do. Cause I was really, it, it's not that I'm not still inspired by the podcast. I've just been so busy doing other aspects mm-hmm. like, you know, growing our TikTok account back up, but there's also a lot of shit happening lately on TikTok. We've had some, I don't necessarily want to call them trolls, but we've had some questionable characters on TikTok making very questionable posts. And I have seen your responses. You have been about angry, very angry about 
misinformation. I, I mean, I actually did a couple of TikTok posts showing my anger. Like I did one where I'm just screaming and the caption just reads, when I hear, you know, misinformation given. Yeah, my favorite was the one you were like, all right, look, one, this, 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 and two, did it? You were like scoldy. I was yeah. like, oh shit, she mad. Yeah. So because of all that was happening and, and some really dangerous misinformation that's being put out there, and it seems to be for whatever reason, predominantly TikTok, like I don't always agree with the information that I see on like Instagram, but I don't necessarily find it misinformation. It's more as misleading. If that makes sense. Well, a lot of it is also like generational stuff. Like you and I have difference of opinions, but we're not necessarily both wrong. Yeah. Well, the stuff that I see on Instagram that that kind of makes me cringe a little bit, it's just a lot of the male dom, female submissive. I just want to submit to my, you know, the memes and the suits and the lingerie and I want to submit. And, you know, it's these assumptions that A, every male is a dom and, you know, every female submissive. And B, that every kinkster is either a dom or a sub. Yes. And right? which is very much misinformation. To me, that's to me that's not it's, dangerous. It's no, just, it's, it's not. more misleading. To me, that's it's misleading. Overly traditional and stereotypical and like misogynistic. Misogynistic 70s right? stuff. But on TikTok, we are getting just wrong. Getting it just wrong, wrong, wrong. Some of it is really also very dangerous. So I thought, why don't we just do an entire episode on basically busting some of this TikTok misinformation? That actually, I agree. I think it's very important. I mean, and you do a lot. We've done myth busting episodes before. Right. This is different. I feel like the myth busting is just overgeneralized information that's been around since the beginning of BDSM. And stuff like misinformation. This is what would be specifically stuff on TikTok, right? These are from these are actual TikTok posts that either I personally have had the joy and pleasure of running across, or I belong to a couple of groups that were all created by that were we're all TikTok creators, we're all kinksters, and um, sometimes they'll point the the misinformation posts out and. We kind of jump on them. Yeah. And that's good. Jumping on it as quickly as possible. Well, you run this fine line between I don't want my I don't want the content to be all these other people are wrong. But and I don't want to call attention to these people who are putting out this really bad stuff. But I do want to make sure that I'm getting correct information out there. So I've put together an entire list. These are from actual TikTok posts that I've seen. I am not making any of the shit up. These are things that actual TikTok creators have said. And they're pissing me off just looking at them. Speaking of TikTok, I have a message for you from a friend that I met through TikTok. Like me specifically? For you specifically. Or the, the people? For you. Me? For you. But I promised her I would tell you during the recording because she wants your reaction. Oh, shit. Okay. Great, thanks. Okay. Her name is Natalie. She and her friend Tori run Trigger Warning, um, Dark Trigger Warning podcast, Trigger Warning Romance. I should start listening right? to that. And they talk about dark romances. Oh, yes. Okay. Right? 
And she first reached out because she's a fan and we inspired their podcast. Listening to us made them go, we can do this. We can do a podcast. Oh, my God. That's awesome. But she wants me to tell you. Okay. You ready? I'm scared. You ready? No. She listens to our podcast out of order. (gasps) Why? (laughs) You horrible, nasty person. Why would you have her tell me that while recording? I choked, bitch. Oh, let me breathe. (sighs) Okay. All right. No. (laughs) That was rude. I am not listening to your podcast now. You should. It's a really, I will. They're really cute. And I'm going to listen to it in order. Because <laughs> I, I have to. I, I have to listen to things in order, too. The only one that I don't listen to in order, it's not even, it's not a BDSM podcast or anything. It's um, not Noble Blood. I fucking love that one. Against the Brain Odds. Fart. Okay. It's uh, survival stories where like these people survive literally against the odds of it happening. And that one I will actually go through and be like, oh, that one looks cool. But then I'll go back. And be like, all right, I got to listen to this one. I've only skipped one. But yeah, I. Okay. But to me, skipping is not necessarily listening out of order. Listening out of order means you listen to episode four. Then you listen to episode eight. Then you listen to episode six. Then you listen to episode three. Then no, you no, 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 no. That's out of order. That I can't but just, do. Just skipping an episode to me is not listening out of order. Okay. Well, I skip in order. Yeah. But yeah, no, I can't do that. You people are crazy. So I just This thought, has like become a huge like pet peeve, hasn't that, it? That's why she wanted me to tell you. Oh, you evil, evil person. Yeah, somebody else in our in our Discord server mentioned they listened out of order and I just responded to them going, Wow, you like to live dangerously. Yeah, no. And then they tagged <laughs> me in it too. Did you see that? Bastard. Did you I you know what I really want? I want somebody to do a dark fantasy book podcast. And just start reviewing books that are like dark fantasy based. Well, if they're if there's romance in the dark fantasy, I don't know. They might be willing to do it. Um, we're, I, we're, I don't know. No, I don't know if you okay. could consider it romance. Well, we're going to hopefully maybe. bring them on at some point. Okay, uh, Nat for sure. Maybe Tori too. When we are going to eventually at some point do our BDSM romance episode, that might have it to is be a two parter. It is on the to-do list. It's always on the to-do. It's been on the to-do list for a year and a half. Yeah. Well, then then things like TikTok make my brain go, oh, we got to talk about this right now. Because, yeah, it's important. But you got to line up some authors, lady. I'm going to a convention. Oh, that's right. When is it? Not till March is the problem. (gasps) All right. So we'll get this in June. And there will be two authors there who write write BDSM romance. And you've already talked to them? Uh, I have not talked about this. I've talked to a different author about... BDSM romance. Okay. And they said, yes, and you're right. It may have to be a two-parter because I want to try to cover all the different potential genres within it. I mean, because you've got your, your, um, I've spoken to somebody who writes caregiver little romance. Mm-hmm. We've got other people who just do, uh, who write, I don't want to say regular BDSM, but more like BDSM, like, like the, the DS and. Right. But okay. Not, so the more stereotypical stuff. More stereotypical stuff. Um, then you've got people who do more your like C and C. Those I dark, would read. The, well, the dark romance. So I don't know that you can really call it C and C. Some of it is C and C. Some of it is just dark romance where, where not a lot of consent happening, but it's fictional. No, I'll read that. Right. 
That's why it's called dark. Yeah. So I want to be able to try to get a wide variety. So anyway, we are totally getting off track, which is uh, such a shock to anybody who knows I was going to say, how is this different? Because I don't know how long this episode is going to be. I'm staring. I've got like 15 things on here that yeah. we're going to. And Rara is going to go off on a mini rant about all 15. Probably. And then I'll sit there and go, oh, yes, very much so. Pretty much. So, yeah. Number one. Oh, this are we was, starting now? Okay. Yeah. This was the newest one. Oh, yeah. I saw this. Okay. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. This isn't that. There's music. Anyway, I'm going. I'm sorry. <laughs> this this creator actually had the fucking unmitigated gall to say you don't need to vet your kink educators. First of all, what? And their rationale was that vetting is gatekeeping. And that you just need to use your own critical thinking when presented with information and don't be a sheep. <laughs> okay. So, um, listen. <laughs> listen, Linda. <laughs> listen, Linda. Sorry, Linda. Um, <laughs> Everybody should listen, whether your name's Linda or not. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That's really, this is going to be my reaction to all 15 of them, isn't it? I just Probably. can't talk because I'm just trying to like, no. It's, okay. it's going to be a whole lot of episode of my saying things in dark going, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the best part is I've looked at all of these and I'm like raging in my head about each one of them. But it's like every time she says one, I'm going to have that reaction out loud. OK, that's why I like to do these episodes. It's fun watching Dara rage. <laughs> Fucking hate you. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going to have coffee. a knife right now, but I'm holding my hand like I have a knife. And I'm, and I'm far enough s- away. You can't <laughs> kick me. So go. That's why we're doing the episode now. Great. What, who's the one that does this? This motion is e- 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 it? That's from. Um, is oh, it Psycho? Fuck, psycho. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is the motion I'm making right yes. now. I'm like, oh my god, she's going Psycho. Well done. Thank you. Okay. So I don't even know where to start with this one. Way to start me off. Okay. Vetting is gatekeeping. Let's start there. Okay. Is what? All vetting is then gatekeeping, right? Yeah. Okay, sure. I kind of agree with that, but not in the way they were talking about. If there is one thing to gatekeep, it is yourself. Me. I'm confused. Person, Explain. You, you as a person need to gatekeep yourself, right? Protect yourself. So if you vet your partners, if you vet your parties, you are doing that to protect yourself, correct? Okay, but gatekeeping... Gatekeeping is not protecting yourself. I'm using it as an analogy. Okay. Thank you for explaining that. So in that case, sure. Gatekeeping is keeping something out that you find undesirable, correct? Well, gatekeeping is basically I'm setting, I'm telling you this information is wrong. This is the right way. Hmm. Hold on. Let's pause and let's get the actual description. Do, 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 do. The sad part is, is we did an entire episode on gatekeeping, but I'm old and forgetful. I'm just forgetful, right? Yeah. See, someday you'll be able to use the excuse of old. It's like one of the only times I only use the excuse of being old for a couple of things and being forgetful is one of them. Go for it. Okay. The actual definition of gatekeeping is the activity of controlling and usually limiting, limiting general access to something. Right. So we're both right. Yeah, but it's not usually... Protecting is more of a it is positive limiting. spin on it. Okay, and but it is limiting is not a positive access thing. to something, correct? Yes. Okay. I know it's normally a negative thing. I'm using this as a sure vetting can be a form of gatekeeping if you see it as a positive. 
I am aware that this is seen as a negative, in which case, fuck you, no, it's not. Vetting is a for, is protecting yourself. Vetting is making sure that you're getting things correct and by a reputable source. Frankly, most of TikTok ain't reputable. Well, here's the interesting thing, right? So all of us who are ethical, reputable educators have come out and said, this is bullshit. Critical thinking, absolutely. You need to use your critical thinking when you hear information. Don't just take even stuff that we say. Don't just take what we say as the gospel. Right. Right. And even then, question it. Question it. Use your critical thinking skills. But anybody who would be offended by being vetted are usually the people who have something to hide. Mm -hmm. Right. Those of us who have nothing to hide, please go ahead and vet. You want to know about our background? Ask around about us. It's absolutely perfectly fine with us. And then the funny thing is- And it's an open book too. You can pretty much look at everything. Then the funny thing is, just listen to our podcast. That's like a great way to vet us. Shit, yeah. One of the, another creator posted in response to this saying vetting is good. And here's my information to vet me. Now, this is also a problematic person. That a lot of us have had. The original poster or the one that responded? The one who responded. Okay. A lot of us have had problems with the responder because of other posts that he has made. Okay. Right? So he put forth information of places he can be vetted at. And he lived in our region at some point. Really? And so listed the the dungeons here. Really? So um, I went to try to vet him. At those places? At those, at, through people who, because some of those, one of the places is no longer right around. In fact, well, that, that was, was that Studio was, 58, right? Yeah, yeah. I miss that place so I much. Know. So that was part number one. He mentioned that that place was closed because of the pandemic. No, it wasn't. It closed way before the pandemic. It closed in 2016. I know because I went to it in 2015 when I visited. And then when I moved into the area in 2016, it was already closed. Yeah. And I was very upset. Yeah. I went there for the entirety of 2015 and right? some of 16. I was there. I was there in December of 2015. Yeah. Or se- sorry, September that 2015. Was, that place was my very first dungeon, right? uh, full on dungeon. So I responded to the comment saying, um, no, that actually closed in 2016 and had nothing to do with the pandemic. So there he is trying to give references and he's already strike one. Yeah. But then I checked with people who were very heavily involved with Studio 58. And to a, everybody said, I don't remember him. Huh. Somebody Made a really good impression, right? didn't he? Uh, um, a mutual I reached out to who knew the owners of Studio 58. Mm-hmm. So they reached out to the owners who were like, don't recognize the name, don't recognize his face. We're Facebook friends. So I must have known him at one point. But he's certainly not standing out in my head. Really? And then finally, I heard from somebody else who went, if he's who I think he is. Uh Uh-oh. He was very overbearing and not nice to a a partner of mine. Uh Uh-oh. So if people, here's the thing. If people give you references to vet them. Use them. Use them. Don't just assume, oh, they must be telling the truth if they're willing to give me names. Um, as we can, ju- as I just proved, no, not always. And we've also done an episode on vetting. So just saying, follow yeah. it, follow it up. And we're going to, in 2023, start doing, start offering some classes, online classes 
through Pink Kink Podcast. And vetting will definitely be one of those oh, classes that we know. I, I already know um, our good friend Phrygian Monk. They do an amazing class on vetting 101. So I will definitely be reaching out to them to talk. Monk, I know you're listening. And I, I, I know I know your submissive Lulu's listening. I was just so. going to say, Lulu, point, point them in the right direction here. So I will. Uh, yeah, Lulu is also somebody that we're reaching out to to do a class on, uh, to do an episode on. I love Lulu. So yeah. Lulu and I send each other like soundbite, like TikToks of just really good voices. The last one I sent was was a French guy. So you and your audio. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, yeah. Lulu is too. So there you go. All right. So any more raging you need to do about number one? No, I think I got all my rage out okay. on that one. So let's I move on to some, rage number two. I hope you have some rage left. <sighs> I'm I'm gonna pace mm, your rage. Pace, pace your rage. Pace my rage. <gasps> oh my god! Speaking of rage. Oh my god! What? I ordered a shirt off of Amazon. Uh oh. I don't. It hasn't arrived yet. What? But it says on the shirt, my boobs are this big because this is where I store my rage. Sounds about right. <laughs> Too bad I can't wear that to work. All right. Sorry. Number two. This one came to us from a lovely TikTok creator who, like this one initial post, people responded to, which made her make more comments, which made people rage more. Yeah, because she was doubling down on stupid. Well, it wasn't just doubling down on stupid. She added. Oy. So she started off by saying. This one doesn't make me rage, by the way. This one makes me cry. Yeah. This one started off with her saying that having safe words was more important than having limits and boundaries. I... <laughs> Could you repeat that? Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, thank you. That was me releasing <laughs> releasing, releasing the, the rage balloon. <laughs> releasing the gas. Um I let you you do your opinion first on this okay. one. Okay. Well, let's talk about her, her rationale cuz she did try to explain why she felt this way. She's just crap, but she tried to explain it. She was saying because like people who are new might not know what their limits or boundaries are. And my answer is you might not know some boundaries and limits. Like you might know, I want to try impact, but I don't know if canes versus floggers are limits and boundaries. But you damn well know blood would be a limit or boundary. Right. You damn well know. My favorite thing to do when people say, oh, princess, please play with me. I have no limits or boundaries. I'm like, okay, so let's, let's castrate you. And they're like, well, no, 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 no. Hey, look, instantaneous went, limit and so boundary. You do have a limit and a boundary, right? Like there are limits and boundaries you absolutely will know going into anything. Now, limits and boundaries can change people. Believe it or not, I know this is going to be shocking. When I started, <laughs> blood was a limit and boundary for me. <laughs> no. Needles were a limit and boundary for me. I'm obviously over it. And uh, me... Not so much. Not so much. <laughs> still a limit, still a boundary. Right. But their reasoning was the safe words are more important because when you hit that limit or boundary you didn't know you had, you need to be able to use a safe word for them to stop. Now, here's, here was most people's thoughts, right? If, if you, and her other point was that doms will ignore your limits and boundaries, but not your safe words. 
Okay. And everyone's attitude was anybody who's going to ignore your limit and boundary will probably ignore your safe word too. Yeah. I just, I, I clawed at that one. I know. That's why I'm all the way over here because mm-hmm. you can't hurt me. I, not, mm. I like pain, but not that pain that you want to dole out. The, the, and the, yeah, scratching. I, okay, so here's my thing. They work in conjunction with each other. They are teamed. Safe words, limits, boundaries, consent. Equally important. They all work together. That's, they're, um, I don't know, are limits and boundaries like kind of going to be one thing? So like, sure. maybe you can be like the tripod of sure whatever, <laughs> the the triangle of safety or whatever you want to call it. It's like, you use your safe word to end or to limit when they're pushing close to a boundary or a limit. Because let's face it, boundaries and limits can change by the day. Some days you may be able to take more than you would a previous day. If you're taking it with this same person really deep one time, really a lot, and then the next day you're like, no, I have less. I can take less today. It's important to have a safe word to say, no, I can't do that anymore, even though they haven't quite hit your limit or boundary yet. However, like Rara said, having limits and boundaries is just as important. Think of it. Think of it like, you know, we use the traffic light system for, Mm -hmm. right? Limits and boundaries are your lane lines. Don't cross the lane. Don't go in the fast lane unless you're prepared. You're, not only that, but like there's a solid, your, your hard limits are the solid line. The double ones that, yeah, don't the no cross, passing lane. The, don't cross those. Mm-hmm. Your, oh, I like my new analogy here. Thank I like you. it too. Right, thank you. And then the, the dashes, the dash lines, yep. that's your soft limits. Yep. You can cross in and out of them. You can change lanes. You right? can use your but safe only, word. Only if you check and make sure it's clear. And you signal. Use your blinker. Ah, <laughs> you did it. Use your signal. Right? Is that a thing? Use your signal versus use your blinker. Is that a regional thing? I, I, I've heard people call them signals. I've always called them blinkers. So there's a new TikTok thing. Oh, yeah? Of a person in Britain. Okay. Who says, uh, in, in Britain, we call it autumn. From the Latin autumnus and da, 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 which means something in Latin. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And then there's like a huge dorky thing that goes, we call it fall because leaves fall down. <laughs> they and, do. Leaves fall down. Yeah. But I mean, like people here call it autumn too. But anyway, then there's the one where it's like we in in Britain, we call them. I don't know what they call them in England, something. And in and in the U.S., we call them blinkers because they blink, blink, blink. I've always called it just a signal. I've always called them blinkers. Well, I mean, they blink, sure. Okay, that's not as bad as what I used to call the garbage disposal when I was a kid growing up. The vroom vroom? No, the gloppity glop. <laughs> <laughs> the what? That's the sound that Clydesdale makes. No, that's what it, when you put, when it's full of food, it goes gloppity, gloppity, gloppity. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, how much food were you putting in there? I called, the, I called it the gloppity glop. Oh, boy. Yes, okay. Okay. No, 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 no. I needed to put in some fu- some humor because this is a very wait, serious thing. Yeah. Wait, do you know what I call a remote control? What? Clicker. Some people do that. I think that is a regional thing. Because it clicks. Yeah. But <laughs> or I at think, least it used to. But I've always called it a blinker. <laughs> I, I go back and forth. Well, the whole thing, do you go food shopping or grocery shopping? Oh, my God. I don't even know. I go food shopping. Fireflies or lightning bugs? Ooh, we could do a whole episode of this. Nothing to do with King, but it'll be fun. 
flogger or whippy thing? No, whips or something <laughs> else. That actually, that's a pet peeve of mine. What? Okay. When people refer to, they they call, they're saying like, and I, I see this a lot in, in romance. And I have to tell you, I'm putting this out there right now. If we happen to have any romance authors who listen, who write BDSM, please, 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 I volunteer as a beta reader or to be your expert. Because when you say whipping and then you're using a flogger, those are two fucking goddamn different things. Whips are whips and floggers are floggers. They are not the same. Okay, sorry. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so the whole that safe word thing. scared me. <laughs> the whole safe word thing. She doubled down on it and started talking about the fact that she makes, sometimes she changes things up and makes her doms submit to her. And the way she made it sound, it didn't sound like any consent from the doms were given. Um, yeah. So it was it was a hell of a good time because uh, there were a lot of people who yeah. Went there on is her. no bottom line. There is no most important. Yeah. All right. Consent. Uh, not true. Consent. Okay. Well, number one is consent. consent so because if we're doing not every triangle because not consent every, is at the top of the right, triangle because not everybody uses safe words and that's a whole discussion and I might want to have an entire episode on safe words. Did we already? We've included them in other things. I'll have to check if we actually did entire separate. But the whole is the word no a safe word. Is playing language considered a safe word or does it have to be a special code word to be a safe word? Don't answer me. Think oh, about that. Kay. Let it marinate. No, it's marinated. I know the answer. Okay. Well, that could be a whole episode okay. in and of itself. All right. Anyway, so because she wasn't done, she went on. And now there was stuff about aftercare. Oh, no. And then if you don't do aftercare, you're walking red flag. No. So I've kind of become the I don't do aftercare lady because a lot of people don't understand. There's this whole push on TikTok about aftercare is a requirement and you are a walking red flag if you don't do aftercare. And this lady made a comment about the fact that if I didn't want to do aftercare, that was fine. But then I'm a narcissist and a psychopath. I mean, I think you're a psychopath for other reasons, but well, not because that's, of that. That's fine. I could be a psychopath the blood for play other reasons. Per, right? part, you know, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's been a big push. To, and then the other thing is, and I did it. I did a great TikTok for this one, too. No aftercare is a type of aftercare. Okay. How can nothing be something? Nothing is nothing. Right. It's not something. I'm confused. Right. So I, I think I read a comment about, so if I don't eat dinner, that's a type of meal? <laughs> what? What? Right? Because that's if no aftercare equal is a type of aftercare. It's like the same logic. I so is to, that similar to Little's trying to say that goldfish is a, is a whole dinner? No, because you're actually eating something. But it's not dinner. It, it, that, what, what type of food it is, I don't know. I don't know, but, know, but according to Dom's, it's not dinner. I, I've had, I have had Reese's peanut butter cups for breakfast, and I will argue why that is acceptable. Look, we have had arguments about why cake is appropriate okay. for breakfast. Reese's so. peanut butter cup. You have your you have your peanut butter. Yes. That's protein, protein. right? Is that not a healthy breakfast? Protein? Sounds good to right? me. So yes, you've got your chocolate, which has milk in it and sugar in it. Uh, what the hell do you think is in my coffee? Which everybody <laughs> thinks is acceptable for breakfast. <laughs> I've put chocolate in my coffee. Right? Do you do chocolate creamer? That's except Everybody thinks that's acceptable. So why can't a Reese's peanut butter cup be acceptable for breakfast? 
That's my final answer. Okay, just, you know, get the gavel. Boom, boom. All right, so. So anyway. Aftercare. Um, Listen, but- you walking red flag. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I'm going to wear red. Pink, you want to call me a walking pink flag? I'll be fine with that. Okay, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Is that green or red? Pink? Pink. pink. Oh, pink is? It's in the pink. It's I, in the red category. I think we decided pink was our green. And, and purple was our red. Right. Which is why when I say shit, you start screaming, purple! Yes. But it's it, this idea that you have to have aftercare and that somehow there's something inherently wrong with you. Right. And you shouldn't play with somebody who doesn't do aftercare. And these people weren't just talking about doms who don't do aftercare. They're saying subs who don't do aftercare. There's something inherently wrong with them. If and- you don't need it, you don't need it. Done. People forget, right? We all talk about consent. You need consent to do aftercare. Yes. Like, right? And the other thing is the only thing about aftercare that is mandatory is the discussion of it during your negotiation process. So in my negotiation for Electro for new clients, there is a spot on there that says, what type of aftercare do you require? I've changed it to, do you require aftercare? And if so, what is it? See, and when I do my demo topping, part of the negotiations, I, I say, I don't do aftercare. You can't when you're demoing. Right. Which, that's the problem. And I think this is why I'm, I posted what I did this morning. The way you and I kink is very different than what these people on these social media sites think kink is. Right. Well, a lot of them haven't actually been kinky in the in-person, more out-there community. An amazing, phenomenal, wonderful person on TikTok that if you all want to follow, you should. Her name is Dawn Sparkles. Cute name, right? She's adorable. She made a post the other day, and I like stood up and applauded, where she talked about, in regard to educators, if you haven't been to in-person events, and your kink is pretty much just what you are doing in the privacy of your own home with your partner. Are you really a good person to be educating? Because your view is very limited of what you see and what you know. And I think in regards to this, that's the problem with aftercare. When you are at home in the privacy of your, of your bedroom, your family room, wherever you're doing your kink with your partner, the odds are you probably will more likely do aftercare. You still don't have to, but the odds are better you're going to want it and need it. If it's with an intimate partner, yes. Right? But when you are kinking like we do, which is getting together with friends on a Saturday night and going to the dungeon and scening with them there or demo topping or going onto the tables of demo tops and bottoming. Or conventions. Right? You're not as likely to want or need aftercare. You know, it is very, aftercare can be very intimate. And when you are kinking with people that you do not have an intimate relationship with, that's kind of awkward. Like when I'm doing demo topping for impact and I'm dealing with perfect strangers to sit there and now cuddle them and caress them and tell them how proud I am of them and what a great job they did. That's kind of like icky in my book. Like I don't know them. Which I know may make no sense to somebody because I've touched their ass with my bare hands because I've hit it. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it is, it is very different. I think the extent of what I do in demo topping when I'm doing electro at like, like risque or something 
or even at Fet Ball this past couple of weekends ago, I told whoever they were with, I was like, they need water. Go. Yeah. Time to go. We got to go. The next person, like, I literally have yep. a big old line. Let's go. But we kink in a very different world. And I will tell you, when you're at the dungeon all the time, right? Yeah. Do you see a lot of people doing what we traditionally see as aftercare? No. Yeah. Not unless it's their own personal group. A demo top? No. If it's their own group or their own partner, probably. I don't even see it, see it a lot at the dungeon. They may very well be going home and doing it. Possibly, yes. But there's no, you know, Baltimore Playhouse has a room. Has a, has a room with a bed specifically for aftercare. No sex is allowed there. It's posted. So they've got that. And then they've got the sofa, comfortable seating sofa areas. Mm -hmm. Crucible only has tables and chairs. Not the most. Oh, no, they do have the. They have the one I room forgot, in the, the back, back that right? has the couch. Which also, by the way, says no sex allowed. Right. Okay. I don't see a lot of people. I see occasionally some people. I see more people just hanging out and talking. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't have to do aftercare. And if you don't do aftercare, you are not a walking red flag. You are not a narcissist and you are not a psychopath. Okay. Okay. So I like, I, I want to do you this wanna one. You want to do that one? Okay. Yeah. Subs have all the power. Yep. Interesting thing though. This is what I was taught. I was what I was taught too. Yeah. And it's inaccurate. It can't be accurate because it's a partnership. To me, it's, it, it's half a sentence. Because if the sentence was, subs have all the power over themselves, then I would be okay with that. Okay, that's true. But they, they, they have autonomy over their own body, meaning they don't have to do what they don't want to do. But so that kind of would, if it's just subs have all the power, it implies doms don't have any and they do as well. During the scene, they control the scene. The sub can stop the scene, but so can the dom. It's only half of a relationship. It's half of an equal partnership. And they are equal. Just because one is on the receiving end doesn't mean the other one doing the, the thing has more power than the other. Right. Because you only have the you only have the ability to control me over X, Y, Z because I've given you permission. The minute I take that permission back. You don't have control over it anymore. So which is, we both have the power. Which is where it comes from. The subs have all the power to stop the scene, da 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 They do. But again, like I said, so does the dom. So does the top. They, If the top needs to stop, we stop. I've stopped scenes. Rara has stopped scenes. Stopped one at Risque when I was there last time. Topping. Topping. My, 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 I was checking in with my bottom. She said she felt dizzy. I stopped the scene. Exactly. She didn't say she didn't say I'm dizzy yellow or I'm dizzy red. She just said I'm dizzy and period. And I went, OK, we're done. And I think that may be where some of the disconnect is. You don't tend. I as a top, I very rarely say the words red or yellow. Right. You just stop I just the stop. scene. You just stop. <laughs> you don't need to. It's just it's over. Right. If I don't hit you, the scene is over. <laughs> yeah. And I think people misunderstand. But when you talk about subs have all the power, then you turn doms and tops into nothing more than kink dispensaries. That's a bit insulting. Even if you're not a service, like if you're a service top, yeah, kind of, that's okay. But like, even then, it's kind of like, I don't like it. No, I don't. You know, it's, I, I am a service top. And I so love, is Daddy J. I love bringing joy and pleasure to people when I top them. 
Pause. Sorry. Pause. Microphone. I flailed a little bit too hard. Okay, and she got so angry at what the, at this topic. Her arm. She was pulling a rara, and she was gestating with her arms and speaking and yelling with her arms. And- I hit the microphone and it <laughs> fell off the table. Like it's attached. It is clamped to the fucking and table. She, and there I, was so much rage in her arms. And, that she I thought just, the rage was in the boobs. In my boobs. That's why I have the shirt. You don't have the shirt, so it can I be should in get your the arms. shirt. You should. I'll send right. you the link. So we can wear that to the next uh, kink event that we're wearing. Our rage is in our boobs. No, like I flung my arm out so hard it knocked the entire clamp off. And, <laughs> yeah, but, and it flew across the, the studio. It flew so far. She looked at it. And she went, it's so far away. I had to really stretch my legs to get it. Let me tell you. I was like half under the table trying because my arms weren't going to be able to make it. But my legs. I, man. I didn't mean to make you angry. But why should I be the only one watching these videos and being filled with rage? Oh, no, join I me. do. Join me. Every time every time you um, reply, I do see these. You actually go on to TikTok? Yes. Wow. I watch mostly puppy videos. But every time you I know because I send them to you, too. Well, no, you send me. Chris, um, I said who that. is it? Pine? Chris, Chris Hemsworth? Evans? Oh, my God. Pratt? You, those are the ones you like, right? No, just Chris Evans. Oh. <laughs> I send you puppies. I know you do. But then I have a group that I send Twilight ones to, and they all send me the, thir- the other Chris Evans and Thirst Traps. I have a very wide variety of things that I send out to people. But anyway, back on topic. Yeah. No, I every time you do a response post, it shows up on my thing. So I watch it and then I go back and I watch the original video that you're replying to. Yeah. Oh, good. Because I don't want to be rage filled alone. No, you're not. You should join me. Mm, all the rage. I know. All right. So subs have all the power. That's what we were doing before you decided to break right, things. I think we I think we established that. Yeah, I and think then- we actually did. We included that in our episode of Is Submission a Gift? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is, which I also, believe. Which is also spoken... About do I have that? Oh, it's number yeah, nine. It's number nine. So yeah, do you want me to rearrange just, that and bring that up now to number five? Sure. Okay, hold on. You got to actually move it in the notes. I'm, though, I'm, I'm doing get it. Confused. No, no, I I'm doing it. I don't I, see your mouse moving. There it is. I know. <sighs> okay, good. Oh Thank my you. God. Come on. Control V. Let's go. Thank you. It's done. Well, Damn. I had to narrate it. Why? You want dead space? Uh, there's never dead space. Yeah, because I delete it. Well, there is if I'm laughing really hard and no sound is coming out. Of and it. then I have to narrate that <laughs> or else we have dead space. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So continuing into that, the submission is a gift that is still coming up. Which, yeah. So I, I often give gifts that I then take back. Yeah. There's no take backsies. We did a whole episode on this. We did. those, two, And we incorporated the subs have all the power. So. I guess we could talk about it again, but there's an there is an episode for that. I don't know what number that is. Uh, yeah, no, and and Violet's not here with us to tell us because she's my go to, our sexpatery right? is my go to. So after this episode comes out, she's gonna message yeah. us and be like, "It was episode da 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 da," and we're gonna be like, "Okay, great." All <laughs> right, so let's move on to number six then. Okay, okay, you can learn edge play on social media sites, and I brought that up because of the number of uh, posts that I see where people are going over rope ties in a 30 second video um 
even I, who does no rope whatsoever, knows that it you need a lot more than that. Yeah. You need step-by-step. Step, you need an in-person class. I mean, okay, if you're watching a video on YouTube and it's like a half hour long and it's demonstrating and then giving you time to do it yourself or you can stop and you can go back and imitate it a little better, that's better. In-person is always better. Best. Yeah. Well, there's so much safety involved. People underestimate how much rope is edge play because it doesn't seem like it. It is very much edge play. Well, it looks like just some pretty right. decoration, right? Yeah. It's not. I'll snob people. I mean, it is pretty decoration, but it's not just pretty decoration. It's compressing things. Yeah. You can get permanent nerve damage. Bad, bad things can happen. Um, I've seen, though it's been a while, there was at one point somebody was trying to teach fire cupping on TikTok. Like, there's no ability. I teach online classes, right? Mm -hmm. But that means I'm, people are looking at me. I'm looking at them. They can ask questions as the class is happening. On a TikTok video, can you ask questions? Sure, you can make a comment asking a question, but they may not see it for a day or two. You don't know. So if you're trying, it's just, it's bad. It is bad. I, I have mixed feelings about this one. I'm, I'm conflicted. All right. I don't. I, mm, okay. Safe words can be abused. Oh, good. I said that on TikTok and got reamed. So go ahead. You said safe words can be abused. I, I said safe words can be abused because of how So I, this is you causing the controversy. Well, yes. But what happened is, is, and it's not that I changed my mind. I changed the wording. Ah. Uh, because the word abused was causing triggers for people. Ununderstandably so. Because people who had used safe words, their doms ignored them and accused them of abusing it. Well, while, if the doms ignored them, they were the abusers. Right. While what I was referring to, and not in play, I wasn't referring to safe words being used in play, but I was referring to safe words being used to get out of punishments and safe words being used to get out of assignments by people who agreed, consented, negotiated to consequences but never had any intention of, of accepting them and just then goes, well, I'll just safe word to get out of a consequence that I have already consented to. You know what irritates me the most? What? And I've had this happen. When you're testing, the, the sub is testing the use of the safe word and they'll just safe word just to safe word. And you're like, oh, okay, I better stop. And they're like, no, I was just testing to see if you would actually do it. You can start. No. That's crying wolf, people. That is dangerous. I'm so glad you brought that up because that was actually an entire discussion for a while on TikTok. Oh, God, and there is were that two, dangerous. There were two groups of people, and it all kind of goes with the safe words, where there were two groups of people, those who felt like you felt, and those who said safe words can be used at any time, at any point, for any reason, and if a bottom feels that they want to test to see if their top will adhere to a safe word, that's okay. And my- That's, that's like, you know, uh, what is it? It's, um, I'm just going to take this vanilla for a second and go very stereotypical. That's, that's the girl saying to the guy, I just wanted to see if you, wh what would happen if I said this? I guess for me, the reason that that particular idea of testing bothered me was because I don't want to play with anybody who isn't sure that I would stop 
upon using upon a safe word being used. That displays a lack of trust. And I don't want to play with, I only want to play with people who trust me enough because why should we play together if there's no trust involved? But I also don't, to me, pick up play means I see a friend and say, hey, did you want a scene tonight? I don't do pick up play with a stranger and say, oh, wow, I've never met you before tonight. I watched your scene. Can we play now? What about, That's not my style. You can always negotiate playing lightly if you're going to play with a stranger at a at a dungeon or like what what we do for demos. Right. I don't have an answer on that. I know as a top, if you use a safe word, I'm going to stop. And if you tell me you're testing me, I'm going to throw your my ass answer, out. My answer to you is I'm glad that I showed you that I could do what I could do. But are, are you use the safe word so our scene is done. Yeah, there's no End take backsies. There's no take backsies. And you will never play with that person okay. again. But I also want to, again, reiterate the fact that you, as the bottom slash submissive, may use, your, may use your safe word at any time, at any place, for any reason. With the understanding that for every action, there's consequences. And if you are testing, using your safe word to test your top or dom, understand that you might have a top that says, okay, glad I passed the test. Let's keep going. Or you could have a top who said, glad I passed this test, but you used a safe word, so we're done. Right. Exactly. You safe word, it's scene is over. I don't start over. I, d- I don't see a problem with this. Right. This seems fine. Like, I if if a person did that to me, I'd probably have the same reaction. I'd be like, okay. And they're like, I was just testing you. Okay, great. I stopped. We're done. Bye-bye. You safe-worded the entire relationship. Goodbye. Yeah. It's a personal thing. But again, it's, you know, and, and as somebody who's who does both, who's a switch, and I bottom a lot to a lot of different people, I understand wanting to make sure that your safe word is going to be adhered to. I get it. I really do. I would, however, say to you that if you aren't trusting as to whether or not that person's going to stop when you use your safe word, think twice before you decide to play with them because you should have a level of trust. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, this one really fucking pisses me off. Oh my God. This one is, yeah. And I'm going to put together an episode on this. Oh, I, I started to. Oh, good. Thank God. I've, I've actually, this, this came up. All right. So the thing is, CNC is rape play. No, it isn't. Okay. Rape play falls under the CNC category. CNC is the umbrella term for a lot of different things, right? guys. It's not just rape play. Okay. So I've started to put together a whole host of resources to discuss CNC because we've got to discuss this is an important. Everybody likes to throw out CNC as one of their kinks. And I started listening to a podcast where they talked about CNC. And I must have screamed at this podcast, I can't tell you how many times, because everything that they were describing was just rape play. And they kept saying it was the same thing. CNC is rape play. And then on top of that, they were talking about some different things like, um, and, and, and I know there's technical names, but right now it's too early. I haven't had enough coffee to remember the technical names. When somebody's sleeping, having sex with them, right? Like they put that as something separate than rape play. 
And to me, rape play is anytime you force sex upon somebody without consent or you force sex upon somebody through coercion. Right. So they also mentioned blackmail. That's coercion. As that's separate from rape play. Rape, Listen. Rape play is anything done without consent and, and or through coercion. You can have, I'm just going to blow through a couple really quick that I've even done or watched. Interrogation scenes are considered CNC. So are kidnapping scenes. Yep. They do not have to involve any kind of rape or sexual play. Exactly. So, which is why we're going to do an entire episode on this, because this is such a, a big thing. Um, Sunny Megatron does a great post somewhere about how this all misunderstanding happened about CNC being the same thing as rape play. Uh, so, and we'll include that in the episode. Hopefully that'll come out sometime in 2022. It's definitely top oh, of the it's, list. Yeah, it's one of the very top ones that we got to do. But it's, you know, it's making people misunderstand the entire concept of CNC. So anyway, all right, ready for number nine? Yep. Submission is anti-feminist. No, it's fucking not. And we've already had this discussion recently. Yeah. On an episode. Yes. Well, because it comes up a lot. Feminism, femin- fe- being a feminist is... As a female person, whoever, you get to choose what you want to do and not have somebody of the male persuasion tell you what to do. Yeah. The whole point of feminism is autonomy. I have autonomy over myself. If I want to be a sub, I can be a fucking sub. Y'all know me. Y'all know I am an opinionated bitch. No, really? We both are. But anyway, (gasps) y'all know me. I am not. I am rainbows and sparkles and sunshine. You're an opinionated bitch. With rainbows and sparkles. With rainbows and sparkles and sunshine, sunshine, but you're still an opinionated bitch. Okay? You are Pinkie Pie with opinions, because we have opinions. Yeah. Okay? But listen, like, this one really fucking irritates me, because I'm, like, not, like, rage, but, like, it irritates the shit out of me, because the, I'm a fucking feminist to all hell. I am an independent, 100%, like, and I, I am cis- Semi-het? I don't know if you could actually consider me het. Hetish? <laughs> Monogamish, het-ish. You're a whole lot of ish. I'm a, yeah, I, I'm very ish. I identify as ish. Look, um, I'm Jewish. I am Jewish. <laughs> I'm a whole lot of ish. Uh, wait, that's a thing, isn't it? Isn't that a Jewish term, an ish? I don't know. I, okay, whatever. Anyway, the point is, I choose to submit to my husband. I'm not very good at it. Choose being the operative word. Choose. Choose. My choice. I choose as a female to submit. Now, to anybody else, no. (laughs) No. But I chose this. I went specifically looking for this because I figured out through a lot of trial and error, this is what I needed. I chose it. I'm still choosing it. I choose every day. I could choose not to. I choose every day. In fact, Daddy has forget- been forgetting. Listen, Daddy Forgetty Face, if you are listening to this. God, Daddy Forgetty Face. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, those harsh words. She angry. No, I texted that to him once because he forgot to do something and he just busted up laughing apparently like really hard. So listen, Daddy Forgetty Face, I am scolding you right now because you have not been doing a very good job of choosing my panties lately and I've had to tell you to choose them, okay? I say, what color, Daddy? Yeah. Okay. That That was me panicking because... I need him to make this choice for me. But anyway, I'm fully capable of doing it on my own. Fully capable. I choose to let him do it. Let. Ha. 
Well, because, and not only that, but if you then go, so male submissives are not masculine because they, they choose to submit? I've had male submissives that are Marines. I mean, fuck yeah, they're masculine. Yeah. I got, I got nothing at this point. It's, it's, just, it's just nonsense. One was a cop. Um, one was a seven foot one delicious car guy. Horsecock? Horsecock. Very into cars. In fact, that's how he allegedly. How did he fit his seven foot body in a car? He took out the back seat of the car, literally, and just had the, the, car whole, back. The, the whole front seat was back as far back as he could get it in that car. Yes. Um, yeah. So that apparently is how he allegedly lost his memory and got amnesia from a car accident from racing. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I hope you listen I to this. that only happened in books and movies, but okay. Right. I don't know. All right. Losing a whole gear, including four months with me, you fucker. Okay. Braddock <laughs> is just topping from the bottom. No, it's not. Nuh-uh. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm telling you right now, no, it's not. There is a whole misconception about topping from the bottom. There's a whole episode about bratting, by the way. Yeah, that too. Where that I had to good. finally admit that I'm a brat. <laughs> that was a really good episode, yeah, too. it was fun. It was the best. She's writing a book now. <gasps> really? Oh, yep. we have to get it and read it. She's writing a book about bratting. She's turning her whole bratting class into a book. Fantastic. I'm totally getting it. Yeah. And she, I, she's definitely one of the people who is on my list of experts to have teach a class in 2023 when we start a pink kink classroom. Fan-fucking-tastic. Also, can we get signed copies of that book, please? Thanks. Bye. <laughs> okay. I'll, Just I'll, let, I'll let her know. You, you would like one. Just say. Um, topping from the bottom. If you are communicating... That is not topping from the bottom. If you are telling your top, your limits and boundaries, not topping topping from from the the bottom. bottom. If I say to my top, by the way, I, my back is hurting me today. So I would prefer to be on a spanking bench so that I don't have to be standing. So that's not topping from the bottom. That's also not bratting. Right? Even bratting. Because it's done with consent, and it should be, because if you, and that's part of number 11, which is the, I'm a brat, so you just have to deal with it. No. Attitude. No, 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 right? no, 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 Consent is needed to brat. Otherwise, you you're, you're an asshole. Exactly. If you don't have consent, it's not that you're a brat, do you're you know, an asshole. Do you know how many times I've had somebody say, oh, that's just what I do because I'm a brat? I didn't agree. I did not agree for you to brat me. Yeah. I don't brat. Listen, oh, I, mean, I have. I brat. I don't brat tame. I have a good friend who is a self-described brat, right? And I know it. So I've consented to her being a brat with me. But sometimes I will message her and go, you're crossing a line. Like, I didn't give you consent to brat that. Or you've taken it further than I had consented to. Sounds reasonable. Right? It is all, brat is just in my mind, and one of the reasons it took me so long to admit I'm a brat is I'm just being playful and teasing and sassy. You know who never admitted they're a brat? Who? John. Yeah, John, uh, John won't admit he's a brat, but anybody <laughs> who knows John and has watched, especially watched my scenes with John, it knows damn well he's a brat. It's a brat on brat action yes. scene right there. <laughs> I actually spoke to his, one of his partners who said the reason John and I completely brat each other out is because I won't submit and John won't submit. (laughs) So it is two dominant people 
basically fighting for control. While which, one is on the receiving end of getting hit, right. no less. So it gives him a little extra oomph. <laughs> um, so it's, we're just, we turn into brats because I won't submit. Sounds like a good time. It is, in fact, a good time. It's a good time watching until it's, they get to the blood part. It's, well, other people like watching the blood part, but mm. yeah. But the whole point is, is, and we really, I don't know if we can talk for a topic from the bottom for an entire episode or if we just put it in through lots of different things. It is not topping from the bottom when you are communicating, when you are being playful, when you are being sassy. All of that is acceptable as long as everybody's consenting. I had a sassy brat for a Olivia. I love when my bottoms are when my bottoms get bratty with me because it makes their brat brings out my brat and my brat doesn't like to lose, which is fun. Oh, I just punished the shit out of Olivia. Oh, my great. My middle is a brat, but she's she's like 15, 16. I don't know any 15, 16 year olds that aren't brats. And I speak as the mother of a young lady. So, yeah. You yeah. Know. <laughs> Yours is a brat. <laughs> she's older than that now. And she's still a brat. <laughs> um, but so when you start being a brat with me, I'm going to out brat you and I will win every time because Rara likes competition. I like to win. Yeah, so I'm just a brat and you have to deal with it. No, that's part of the same thing. You need consent to do it, just plain and simple. You cannot brat somebody without their consent. Mm -hmm. Done. All right, this next one, and I know we've talked about it in our honorifics episode, but it's still popping its ugly head, so we need to talk about it. I thought you were going to say ugly pimple. Yeah. I mean, pimples are ugly. That's true. But but popping. Oh. You shouldn't pop your pimple, leave scars. Yeah. And yet I do it anyway, so it's Mm -hmm. okay. You, I am offended if a stranger uses an honorific with me on social media because I care what a perfect stranger on social media calls me. I mean, I teach people, like if you, I had somebody call me darling the other day and it's like, don't do that. But I'm not offended and then making post after post about how dare you call me. The reason I try to teach them not to do that is so that in the hopes if they go out into real person events, Mm -hmm. they're not calling people that there. But you know what's really cool about TikTok? You can put in certain buzzwords that if those buzzwords appear in comments, TikTok blocks them. What? So if you don't want anybody calling your partner daddy, just block the word daddy in comments. And anytime somebody tries to comment with a daddy, it's not, it won't show up. Here's the other thing with that. If they're acting like a daddy and saying good girl princess or whatever on their, um, on their TikTok, on their posts. They're trying to be a daddy to everybody on TikTok who watches it. Right? So you're going to get called daddy. Mm -hmm. That's just like, I feel like that's kind of a duh. If that's your thing, you're going to get called daddy. Here's the other thing too. Words only have the power you give them. And a total stranger saying something shouldn't have any power over you. What about on FET? FET is a little bit different for me because it is a site for kinksters only. And you're coming onto a kink site, you should understand kink rules. But again, I just tell them, don't do that. I don't get angry and bent out of shape and scream and yell. I just say, don't do that, idiot. 
Oh, I explain. I had I had one the other day where I had to explain why you don't do that. I mean, look, I've had people. I had somebody who was trying to make very sexual comments to me, and I told them it was inappropriate. So then they decided I was fat and ugly. Oh, right. Like before, before you were totally I sexy. Was, before I was hot as hell. Right. But now I'm fat and ugly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amazing how that changes right? so quickly. And, and to, and he pro- told me I was probably crying with my head in the refrigerator eating because I was so upset that he had called me fat and ugly. Um, I don't know you from a hole in the wall. You know, Dara calls me fat and ugly. Yeah, that's going to hurt. This is my friend. I know her. A perfect stranger on the internet that I know nothing about. You call me fat and ugly? <laughs> okay. More than likely, she's going to screenshot it, send it to me, and then we'll both laugh. Right. It just, don't let people on the internet get to you like that. Nah, you they don't know jack shit anyway. Yep. Um, here we go. Age regression and age play are the same thing. Oh my God, that still comes up all the time. Why? I don't know. Why? Probably because people are lazy. People are... Yes, people. we'll go with lazy. People are people. Be- yeah. Stop it. They're two different things. One is a medical thing and the other one is kink. For goodness sakes. Mm-hmm. For fuck's sake. Let yeah. me just get right in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of for fuck's sake. What? Speaking of for fuck's sake. Uh-oh. Number 14. Um, you can't be sexual with age play because that is pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You like that transition? That was good. Thank you. Well lined up there. Um, <laughs> How do I put this delicately? Fuck you. Yeah. Without it being a pedophilia. Yeah, no. There's, I, actually, a name, there's actually a name for that. That's called dark age play. When you add age play in with sex, they call that dark age play. And there are plenty of people who do dark age play. There's also people like for you and Daddy J, and correct me if I'm wrong, which I know you will. Okay, here right? we go. You identify as a little. Yes. But when you go into the bedroom, you're not a little. No, then I'm mistress. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. I, like, I, we never actually planned out that switch. It just happened. I don't have. Okay. Let's let me change that. It's not when I go in the bedroom. It's when we actually start having sex. Right. Which which I said bedroom, but that doesn't mean your sex happens only right. in the bedroom. Well, and please don't tell me where else in the house it happens because I want to still be able to sit down on surfaces. All no, d- don't tell me the couches. Don't no, God fuck. I told you not to tell me. And the no, stop. counter. No. <laughs> oh, God. Now I can't eat at your house either. <laughs> not the kitchen table, the counter. You cook on the counter. Yo. I sanitized it. It's cool. I didn't actually climb up and have my bare ass on the counter. Okay. Because it's cold. I've done that, but I'm also smaller than you. So getting up on the counter has been easier. I've done it on on a um, washing machine. Ooh, while it was running? Yeah. I haven't done that. Actually, no, that kind of made me nauseous. We had to stop that. (laughs) You got motion sickness. Yes. But just being put up there, that was fun. <laughs> no, I got to stop. I'm getting motion. I'm getting seasick. It was. It was shaky. Why do you think we have them stacked now? Okay, wait a minute. You don't shake when you have sex? Like that pounding well, doesn't make your sh- body shake? When I'm doing it, it's different than something else doing it to me. Okay. Okay. Really? Never mind. Never mind. Listen, when I have I, a mental image I need out of my head. When now. I get on that Sibian, you're going to like, really, it's going to be, I'm, you, have, I'm going to have to focus. Okay. Focus. Focus. <laughs> You've been talking about riding my Sibian for a while now. Would you do it already? 
Okay. Right now? Well, we're recording. I don't think you want the listeners to hear it. No, but you, you said what you do with her. Okay, anyway. No, um, back up to this thing. I was going to say. Beep, beep, beep. I'm backing up. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Have more coffee, Rara. Rara. Have more coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I actually little during foreplay. Like a lot. Okay. So it's not until I'm actually like going for the, the going penetrative, for the, gusto. The, the finale, um, but I will give him a blowjob as a little. Well, you do like to suck on things. You yeah. have a very big oral fixation. It's You're lollipop. Little. You're a little. <laughs> but like I'll lollipop, slam my. Lollipop, lollipop, oh lollipop. I'll never get that out of my head now. Go I ahead. actually did that while giving him a blowjob. I started humming that song and he <laughs> lost it. I've also done um, Lollipop Guild. From, we represent yes, that the Lollipop one. Guild. Yeah. I've done all of it. Like <laughs> I love doing that. It's hysterical. And he like. Laugh so hard we have to like take a break. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's hard when you're laughing that hard to come. But yeah, yeah, it's hard when you're laughing that hard to stay any like in my mouth. In he was laughing so yeah. hard. Anyway, yes, no, it was just it was it's too funny. But yeah, you. Here's the difference though. It's not pedophilia because guess what? They're not actual children. They're adults. Yeah. If you walk in, if a ped, if a pedophiliac, I'm just pedophile. Pedophile. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> The pedophile walks into a room and there's a young child and a grown woman who's dressed exactly the same as the young child. And they're both watching the same cartoons, coloring the same coloring books. Who do you think they're going to be attracted to? Not the grown ass woman. Yeah. However, people who like age play, again, the word play is in there, are not going to go for the child. They're going to go for the grown ass person in their little outfit. Yep. Okay, huge difference. It's always, always a consenting adult. Done. End of story. Period. Yeah, because the people who are doing the age play, you know, and this is where I I have, I've had some conversations with people and I'm sort of been a little bit surprised by it, okay? Right, I identify as a middle, but I know damn well that I'm still very much a fucking adult. And if I have to snap out of middle space, and become an adult, I can do it. I can very right? easily snap out of little space. I know there are people who will say they have a hard time snapping out of middle space to become an adult. And my answer to that is because your little space is similar to subspace. When you are in subspace, right, you can't just snap your hands and you're out of subspace. No, it makes sense. And that that's what happens with their little space. It's not that they've regressed. It's just the fact that it's like subspace and it takes them longer. And here's the other thing. If they had to, right? So like your your little identifies what, like three years old, if I remember correctly? Between three and six. Right. So you don't your little doesn't know how to drive. No. Right? In the event of an emergency. And you had to get in a car to drive Daddy J to the hospital. Which I've done. I've had no doubt. You'd snap right out of your little space. Not a problem. And I'm sure even these people who say they have a hard time snapping out of little space, I think those instances are because it's not an emergency. Had it been an emergency and they had to get in a car and drive somebody to the ER, I have no doubt they could do that. Well, the other thing is, so my submissive side is little. 
but I don't go into subspace as a little. Like it, I know that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but when you think about it. That's the whole fucking cool thing about everything that we do. It's customizable, right? And, but uh, like, just think about it. Like my sub side is little, but I don't subspace from being a little. I little space. I've never subspaced from being a little. And my middle space is wholehearted brat dominant. Right. Because so, if, you've, if you've ever met a 16 year old female. Brat. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And now my, my middle space is very sexual. Because she's 16 and, and horny. horny. <laughs> and it's like what the sexual awakening or whatever time period. Oh, just, I was wide just o- after I was, puberty. I was wide awake by the time I was 16. Yeah, I was so I not. woke. I woke earlier. I so that's the thing. Like I woke with that later, but then I immediately jumped into BDSM. Yeah, I took my time. Though if you look at it like I had a boyfriend in college, some of the stuff we did would be BDSM stuff. I just didn't know that there was something called BDSM and that what we were doing was BDSM. Right. I was, I was into- already using like ties and and con- orgasm control mm-hmm. and all. I mean, not necessarily orgasm control. You can't have an orgasm all day, but we're in the middle of sex and you don't have an orgasm till I let you have one. Orgasm control still counts. But right. like I I was into BDSM, like officially b- playing BDSM, looking stuff up and learning less than a year after I lost my virginity. Yeah. Yeah. So 18 to 19 was an interesting time. Good. All right. Since we're talking about strange, stupid shit, let's finish up with number 15. I don't like this one either. Pet play is bestiality. No. No, uh, it's not. Like, just no, it's not. No. You want to know why? Why? Because it's a human. <gasps> right? Same thing as the age play. It is, in reality, a consenting adult. Should I add this one? I probably should. Human. Human. Person. Human? Human. Person. I don't give a shit what they're dressed as. That's an adult human. So, as you can see, there's a lot of crap out there. Especially on TikTok. As I said, I see more crap misinformation on TikTok than any... Well, maybe Reddit, which is why I don't go on Reddit I was gonna say, is this like just a bunch of misinformed, stupid-ass vanillas? Like, not that vanillas are all These stupid are asses, but who- like... A lot of these, believe it or not, are from people who fucking use the hashtag kink education. No, God, why? Ugh, this is why you vet your educators, folks. Mm-hmm. Going all the way back to the number one, vet your fucking educators, because some of these people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And that's the thing. It's clearly they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. If they're saying that pet play is bestiality, holy shit, no. Logically speaking, no, it's a human it is amazing how many kinksters shame other kinks. Wasn't that the re- l- latest one that you griped about? Um, well, the one that I posted this morning was just about the fact that I kink differently than you kink. Let me explain to you how I kink so you understand that my views are going to be different on things. No, it's the one where you're saying, like, I had this kink, but now I, but this oh, one's worse. worse. Yes. There was um, a trend going on that said, you know, I thought this kink was bad. But, but, this then one got, is worse. but then it got worse. Except th- these are people who are actually really happy about all the kinks that they have. So I had issues with the fact that you're calling them worse because kinks, kink is not a competition, which is an entire episode. And 
the fact that there's no like scale of what's of what worse is because everybody has different perceptions. Like to you, my blood play is right, horrifying. Is, wor- is horrifying and worse. For me, I look at somebody who's doing humiliation or objectification and is serving as their partner's footstool. Which I love. And I think that's worse than my blood play. Like right. why why or somebody lets their their partner pee on them? Why in God's name would you be a toilet for somebody? And yet, Simple Beauty loves it. Right? Lo- so so this idea of worse. Who gets to decide who's worse? Who's the person who is the all-knowing, all-being? There's no kink kink board of elders who has decide and I could be on it cuz I'm an elder. Who <laughs> And I can assure you, I looked because I would love to be in this board. It does not exist. (laughs) There was no kink board of elders that says, here's the hierarchy of kinks. These are the simple, easy kinks. These are the hard, worst kinks. No. And if you do these kinks, you're more of a kinkster than if you do these kinks. It's bullshit. Okay, then officially, I am not a kinkster because I can guarantee you impact. If you do impact, you're officially a kinkster. I'm not a kinkster in that case. Uh, Not true, bitch. You've hit me. Okay. True. Okay. And I, you did kind of have fun doing it. I did too. And I did it the other day. Yeah. I, I literally, I had a, I had a person over the other day and I got to play with them and I was doing electro and impact at the same time. And it was, and it wasn't my normal. It was, I hooked them up to the tens unit and then I beat them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So, so you've had an impact to your repertoire. Okay. That's true. Right. But it's, I, I just, yeah, I, I put it out there. I don't know if anybody will listen because my account is tiny right now. Plus, for whatever reason, on TikTok, it's a very misogynistic uh, platform. And so the so males do better than females, at least amongst the kinksters. And then if you're a beautiful young female and you can get over into the vanilla side, then you get all the men. All you have to do is wear a bikini. Yeah, that doesn't cover your boobs. And somehow and be 16 and TikTok says, no, that's fine. Gross. No guidelines were violated. See, no, literally, that is pedophilia. Yeah, seriously. Um. But if you run into any more types of TikToks that you think are misinformation and that I should make a reply post to or discuss it or whatever, by all means, tag Pink Kink Podcast 2.0, send it to me through a DM, whatever. Make us aware of it and I am happy to address it and try to clear up any misinformation. Because as you can see from what I've already talked about, there's some real shit that needs to be dealt with on that app. Good thing you have a podcast and you can just go off about it for an hour. I do like having a podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are The Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast. And check out our Pink Kink swag, available on our website, pinkkinkpodcast.com. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help us. 
And don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.